Let's get real, let's get inspirational, a little bit emotional, and let's shed some sunshine. This is the Sunshine Steven Podcast. Welcome! Good day and happy Wednesday, and welcome back to the Sunshine Steven Podcast. This week, I'm talking to New York's finest <laughs> uh, drag queen by the name of Salmonella, who uh, was just on Netflix's um, Nailed It. So check that out. We're going to talk about that a little bit. Talk about some drag. Talk about um, video games <laughs> and just all sorts of randomness. And it was super good, enjoyable, fun time. Um, so let me just keep quiet and get right to it, shall we? Well, thank you for joining me for this week's episode of Sunshine Steven Podcast. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Um, you could probably tell my voice, listeners, this is not my usual voice. I'm a little clogged up because of the first <laughs> round of vaccinations, but I'll survive. It's better than getting COVID, I would imagine. So Work. Yeah, I just I'm got my, my second one. It knocked me out like a light, but... In two weeks, I will be fully vaccinated, so. Yes, that's so exciting. I'm, I can't wait for that day. <laughs> I'm still going to wear my mask, though. But oh, for sure. Of oh, course, yeah. you got to protect everyone. And... Exactly. Um, anywho, thank you again so much. You actually, I've been telling um, guests on the certain list, I had a dream guest list that I have secretly stored away, and you're <laughs> on that list because I've been <laughs> following you. Um, for a while and then one of my good friends Kelsey Martin she was like I love hey. Kelsey she's my BFF she was in my wedding party um, oh my god really yeah she yeah she oh and she did an amazing job I, I I'm because I'm writing a book right now about my life and she has a highlight in it where on my wedding day because it was on a public beach there were people gathering in the background and I was like I don't want them to ruin the pictures. And so she's like, oh, hang on. And she pulls up her Vera Wang dress and goes and it's like, excuse me, my best oh. friend's getting married. Could you move out of the photo shoot? And they were like, oh yeah, thanks. And she was like, thanks. <laughs> um, that's just iconic. Yeah, so iconic. And she was like, um, you know <laughs> that um, there's kind of a connection here with JU and everything. And I was like, oh, I, I had no idea. I don't pay attention. <laughs> It's um, truly something in the past that I never want to dig up again. Yeah, J-U. exactly. <laughs> Yikes. Sorry, um, Rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> it was, <laughs> yeah. Just read my book when it comes out. There's a lot of tea to spill about J.U. J.U. Um, was like, truly, you just walked into a forest and there just happened to be a school there. Like, it really, yeah. That's and then, what it felt like. <laughs> and then a Dairy Queen across the street. And you're like, okay, cool. And they got... They got like a Chick-fil-A on campus randomly before it was canceled. I don't know. It was just a lot of silliness that went into that school. There is. Yeah. They don't even get me started. Like the amount of tuition, like we should have had a Ruth Griggs on like campus, but whatever. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Like, oh, Chick-fil-A. Steak dinners all around. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Um, Anyhow, so I reached out to you because I'm trying to be braver this year and everything, and it actually is perfect timing because we get to talk about drag a little bit and your experience, and then also talk about your experience on Netflix's Nailed It, which premiered, your episode premiered uh, two... Two weeks ago. A week and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, super excited to talk about that. But before we get into that, I'll let you kind of introduce yourself 
um, and kind of give a little elevator speech on who you are and what you're about. Oh, sure. Um, hi, everyone. My name is Sel Manila. I am a New York City-based drag queen. I have been doing drag for about five, six years now. I started in Sarasota, Florida, mm. and I finally decided to take the leap, move to New York City, and <laughs> it truly is the city of dreams. You know, everything I've wanted to do with my life, I've gotten to achieve so far. I've gotten to work on Broadway. I've gotten, uh, you know, I got to do drag on Netflix like yeah. that's wild so yeah I'm just so happy to be here and thank you so much for having me oh of course so five to six years ago which by the way Sarasota even though Florida is kind of a dumpster within itself Sarasota is <laughs> very beautiful I've oh, been there once but it's it. a lot of old retired people um from my experience <laughs> which... yeah Sarasota actually has I think one of the number one beaches like in the country yeah. is it Siesta it felt like yes yes to keep the sand feels like you're walking on like baking flour it's yes. so soft it's we went wild. there i did not swim but i walked and like dipped my feet in the water just to be like i went to the number one beach um <laughs> but the, i personally am not a sun person at oh all. who is yeah, yeah so i was like i don't believe in the sun <laughs> yeah i'm just like oh ew, gross uh okay did it and everything like that um but you said you've been doing drag for a few years now do you remember the first time that you actually gotten full-on drag and what that was like <laughs> yes so <laughs> <laughs> the first time I got in full drag to actually perform you know because I, I tried the Halloween moment yeah that's like how every gay starts, gay starts yeah um, it's like a gateway into <laughs> like if you don't if you don't tell your mom that you just want to be a woman for halloween like i'm tired of being scary i just want to be a woman like yeah that's how you know that you're gonna be a drag queen someday mm-hmm. um yeah so i just went as a woman uh oh actually the first time i did drag i was in high school my senior year and we were doing the importance of being earnest oh, and yeah. I was Lady Bracknell. Oh, wow. <laughs> so uh, the youngest Lady Bracknell that's ever been. She's supposed to be like 86 years old or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like 17. Like, yeah. It's <laughs> so heavy. You know, like, um, yeah. So that was the first time I was in drag. And then the, what the a great time way I to actually. Start. <laughs> oh, like, I know. Just like, like a I'm professional British, already. Yeah. <laughs> a British broad. Yeah. Um, the first time I actually did drag in a club, uh, there was like a gay club trying to happen at the Starlight Room in Sarasota, Florida, like every Saturday night or something. Only gay on Saturdays. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to just like perform in drag. Why not? So I created like my very first mix, which I don't mm-hmm. know if you have like drag mixes in Jacksonville, because I know it's very much like a big city kind of yeah. style of drag. Um. But you basically just take like different pop culture songs and references and like yeah. mash it up into one big story. Um, so I like made a little mix and I wore a little housewife dress that I got offline and had a wig styled and I lived my life and it was so much fun. And look where you are now. <laughs> and now I'm just as gay, <laughs> a little prettier, a, li- a lot prettier. I actually just posted to my Instagram a uh, a before and after of of that time when I was doing drag. Oh my gosh, now... I need to go look because I always love when drag queen. I'm like, oh, that glow up. <laughs> they... Aw, she thought she was doing something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because it's true because I've talked to other drag queens where they're like, I thought it was hot shit when I first got Oh, you drag. couldn't tell me shit. Exactly. You couldn't tell me anything. And then they look back and they're like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
that's what I looked like. That was a choice. Cool. It was like, I fully was like powdering and putting on eyeshadow for an hour. And then in these pictures, it's like, you're wearing a lash and a lip. Like, let's call it what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm such a woman. And it's like, okay. (laughs) Sure. If you say so. Um, So what drew you to wanting to do drag, I guess? We talked about it a little bit because me as a gay boy, I've also dipped my toe into (laughs) dressing in women's clothes and stuff like that. Um, I did want to when I was younger. um, But of course, People were like, no, you can't. I wanted to be the pink Power Ranger. Oh. Be the red one, which I was Absolutely. like, I like red, but I also wanted to be Buffy the Vampire Slayer really bad. <laughs> but Yes. I mean, use your adult money. Get yourself that pink Power Ranger suit. Oh, Why I'm, not? Oh, I should. My yeah. husband would be like, what are you doing? <laughs> but <laughs> You're like, great. I just bought an authentic Power Ranger costume. <laughs> yeah, get over it. <laughs> um, actually, well, kind of going off of what you just said, I think where my love of drag comes from was really just wanting to be these women that I saw on TV and film and always being like, well, I can't, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and and being in theater and being like, well, I want to be the leading man. Like, I was like, no, I want to be the fucking leading lady, lady, leading lady. Like I want to be Sutton Foster and Patti Lapone. like end of story. Mm -hmm. Those are the characters that speak to me. And that's the stories I want to tell, which is just so funny. And now that I'm, you know, doing drag, I, can be whoever the hell I want like WandaVision was coming out and I was like I've always loved Marvel and I want to be fucking Wanda Maximoff so I just had an outfit made and I did it you know so which looks absolutely amazing I stocked that on your Insta you and Jackie Cox did an amazing job I just such a great show and then such a great outfit as well too I Thank totally you. Think. I know. We were so happy with that because Jackie was going to do uh, all of Agatha's looks from the show. Uh, for, oh, yeah, yeah. That's and I lot. was like, oh, I was going to do Wanda, but like, I'm not going to spend that much money to have like every Wanda look. So I was yeah. like, I kind of want to do like the 80s comic book Wanda. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, then I'll do the Agatha comics. And it's so funny because in the comics, like, they don't look like they're from the same world at all. Like, <laughs> why the fuck is she in this like very old Victorian dress? And then, yeah. um, you know, she's very a la superheroes, uh, but it worked. Like our looks yeah. looked really, really great together, cohesive. And we had so much fun taking those photos. It was so cold. Like you oh. can't see it in the, obviously you can't feel how cold it was, Yeah, yeah. but the wind <laughs> chill was so crazy that we were so cold. I started to feel warm. I was like, "This is hi- this must be hypothermia." <laughs> I'm like, dying. <laughs> get me, out- get me out of here. I'm not dying for this photo. You're like, yeah. that's the way to go. <laughs> that's how every drag queen imagines probably going is like full on drag at a photo shoot. <laughs> like, yeah, just freeze me to death and pop me in the coffin as is. I'm ready yeah. to go. <laughs> oh, well, that would be such an iconic look for your funeral. Like, oh. honestly, <laughs> a uh, Wandavision. Like, a, it would take it to a gay to have like a themed funeral funeral i had a themed bar mitzvah oh my god (laughs) (laughs) when i was 13 i had a hairspray themed bar mitzvah because the movie had just come out yeah i was so gay yeah this is so embarrassing i (laughs) i sent letters or i thought i did to nikki blonsky and zach efron inviting them to come nikki blonsky actually follows me on instagram now so oh knowing her like i bet she would have come if it actually got to her uh but no no one came so we got car- <laughs> we got cardboard cutouts of them instead i mean that works 
we should redo it now and invite them i deserve it yeah totally um (laughs) that's hairspray so good too i would have um if i had a bar mitzvah it would have been themed for sure i had themed birthday parties but of course i digress it's a gay thing it really is um speaking of gay things um you did recently like you said uh was on nailed it on netflix so would love to chat about that how did the process go into like i don't even know how you would audition for that like (laughs) hey Um, i can somewhat bake (laughs) yeah so the um the casting I guess, I don't know if it was the casting director, someone just who just worked uh, for casting for mm-hmm. Nailed It and a few other shows, started liking my photos. And I don't often see someone like photos and I'll like go to their profile to check. So it just yeah. must have been like kismet that I did. Yeah. Um, and so I went on to her Instagram and I saw that she did casting for that. And I was like, oh, like, that girl. would be kind of funny if I auditioned for that. So I shot them a DM. I said, would Netflix be interested in casting drag queens on nailed it yeah and her response was of course babe this is netflix i was like <laughs> oh work okay, oh, okay. <laughs> here we go yeah. so my audition <laughs> i just wore like this ugly leopard print like tracksuit from fashion nova and i made a chirpumple which i don't know if you know what that is it's a cherry pie inside of a chocolate cake, a pumpkin pie inside of a spice cake, and an apple pie inside of a vanilla cake, and you layer them on top. So then when you cut it, oh, it's like three different diabetes. flavors of cake and, and <laughs> yeah. right, no nutrition at all. And then I, you know, I just did a really shitty job decorating it. I used candy to make, um, uh, like a self portrait basically of myself. Yeah. Um, I sent that in. They were like immediately interested. Um, and yeah, that's just where the conversation started at. I think it took like six to seven months to finalize oh, wow. like the casting. So it was, you know, a few different interviews in drag. Um, and then that's when they brought up, they were like, oh, you know what? Actually, we're going to do like two people per team if oh. you have anyone in mind. And I was like, well, I don't want to bring like just someone out of drag. Cause that'd yeah. be silly. Yeah. Uh, so I brought, you know, one of my closest friends, Laguna blue and clearly we turned it out, Oh yeah, <laughs> you know? So yeah, we had a lot of fun. It was, it was a long time waiting for it to come out, you know, like, oh, I bet. Yeah. Cause when was it filmed? We filmed last August. Wow. So, so yeah. yeah. So it's just like from the audition to it finally being released, it was just such a long process but i mean it was so much fun like they flew us out to la and we had a blast of course we did you know like masks everywhere we had they sent us like masks gloves like everything to wear on the plane um we had a test before we left we had two tests when we got there we quarantined in our hotel like the whole thing so safe and i felt very welcome and safe the whole time even on set like we had to put masks like over our makeup like anytime we weren't on set um, so oh, wow. it, you know it was like a lot of touch-ups and it was so fun because we kind of got to like teach them how to like deal with drag queens basically because mm-hmm. they'd be like okay everyone five minute break and we'd be like okay That's i don't want to be really annoying right now but yeah. can i go check my lips like you know can i go touch on my eyeliner because that's not something that just like a normal person out of yeah. drag would necessarily have to do right but they were so accommodating and so chill and they, they they loved us like we had so much fun with the entire production so oh, good 
yeah, truly one of the best moments and times of my life. That's that's really awesome to hear. And I mean, y'all were so funny too. I loved the one-liners and it really made me want caramel popcorn so bad with the first challenge. <laughs> it was weird because tr- truly, I don't, I didn't lie in my interview when I said that, like in my apartment, we watch movies and we make popcorn from scratch like that on the stove like every time we do not buy the bagged popcorn and there's no way they could have known that yeah and even before i lived in new york like my mom that's how we made popcorn we had a little like popcorn over the stove uh, oh maker God. so that's like how i've made popcorn my whole life so i was like oh i have this in the fucking bag yeah and then i made caramel like maybe once or twice so truly was nervous about that there were so many fuck-ups they didn't even show like they actually i felt like painted us in a better light than i thought like there was one time when i fully just put i think i put either butter or caramel in at the wrong time had to start the caramel over there yeah and in a 30 minute episode like they can't they can't put everything yeah especially when there's three there's six people basically that have to have a story told um we had tons of silly stuff like that. One time our power went out. Like oh. they like didn't stop the clock. <laughs> oh my god. Like, <laughs> Keep going. I was like, okay, cool. I was like, cool, cool, cool. Um, no worries. I just need to heat this caramel over the stove. Yeah. <laughs> um wow. but no, I mean it was it was so chaotic. It was like a happy chaotic yeah. the entire time. Um the more nails fell off than they showed. They only yeah. showed my one nail, but truly I was like, oh, fuck me. Like every single nail came nail. off and they were doing a nail tally. So they would put all of our nails like over <laughs> on a shelf. It was, it was actually foul. It was disgusting. Um, but huge concern of like, is there a nail in the caramel? Corn? Like, exactly. I a nail off. Yeah. Luckily, there wasn't. I was very careful. Bringing a whole new meaning to nailed it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> it um, was, yeah, it was a wonderful time. One thing that I loved, they they were supposed to give us some sort of like per diem or something for food mm-hmm. while we were in the hotel room. And they got to the point where they were just like, we arrived and they were like, just tell your handler like what you want from Grubhub and we'll get it for you. <laughs> and I was like, Okay. Tell like, me twice. <laughs> honestly, work. Um, and we're fucking fat pigs. So we were just like, no, I'm hungry for everything. And yeah. I'm in LA and we don't have these restaurants here. Right. So like I would like to try everything. So we would order just too much. Like we would order two subs a piece. Like we ordered the entire California pizza kitchen menu. Go for uh, it. Everything. And it, <laughs> it got to the point where they were like, Okay, so we need to put a budget on you pigs because <laughs> there's a limit. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking gave us a food limit. Uh, but that's okay. I just starved to death. No worries. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, I feel like I would take advantage and do the same thing. Like if they I was even like, told if me... Netflix is buying my food, then I'm going to eat my yeah. fill. Like <laughs> I yeah, like Netflix, you got this, right? <laughs> right like it's we're in the middle of a pandemic i've been eating like rice and you know ready-made pasta for five months like i need a little nourishment exactly yeah it's it's awesome though that it was a a good environment and a good um experience overall how long did it take to if they shoot did they shoot truly in one day because that's what i would um no, it's like a, a multi-day filming process. Okay. Um, the interviews are different days. And then oh, like, okay. everything you see in that's the baking true. is all like one day. One day. That's what I feel. Okay. Which is just true hell. Like yeah. we didn't pee the entire day because of oh, course we would get like 
five minute breaks and then like 30 minutes or an hour for lunch. But the way our outfits were designed, basically to get the apron off, we would have had to take the wig off and then we would have had to take the dress off. Excuse me. So it just was too many components and it wasn't worth it. And I didn't want to hold up production just because like I had to pee. So we just like held it the whole time. Oh, and then on top of that, like all of our undergarments, we had corsets, you know, hip pads, tights, like it would have taken an hour just to get in and out of drag again. So we didn't pee. And after we were done filming the baking day, I was like, are we done? I'm yeah. not trying to rush. I'm not trying to rush, but, but I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go pee real bad. <laughs> yeah, that uh, I can only imagine that would be <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Um, awesome, though. Any other tidbits you want to share from the show? Um, I mean, you know, like Jacques Torres loved that we were in drag. Like he loved it. He said his wife absolutely loves drag queens. I think he actually really does love drag queens too. Cause he was yeah. so excited that we were there. Um, Nicole Byer. I mean, what a trick. Like, so incredible. And Nicole like knew who made our garments before we even like talked to her. Like we were all standing there, like doing a quick little interview or whatever. And she was like, those are Florence to Right. And I was like, Oh okay, God, yes. Okay, work. <laughs> yeah. uh, Florence Lee, uh, Chelsea Pierce did our hair. Um, super grateful. Nails for Queens did the nails we wore in our interviews. Uh, but then they were so nice that I was like not about to ruin them baking. Oh, yeah. So we wore uh, press-ons from Marmalade and Kiss. Yeah, for yeah. baking. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was so much fun. I <laughs> would love to go back and do it again. Like yeah. if they ever have some sort of all star. all stars yes right. oh i'm here for it i feel like bitch, i'm doing it alone because i want that ten thousand dollars all to myself oh that's right so y'all do, y'all had to split the money oh for sure before we left i was like are we both getting ten thousand dollars right. like, like no no <laughs> but in that case i was like well then bitch i'm keeping the stand mixer like that's mine oh yeah oh that's right and, so yeah and we got to keep thing. our we got to keep our hats, the oh, gold yeah, hats, yeah. which are cool. Which I found out you actually, like, normally they just reuse the hats. Mm-hmm. You don't get to take them home. But because of COVID, every oh. episode has, like, custom hats made. So I was like, oh, work. Like, what an incredible little token that I get to take home with me exactly. from this experience. Yeah. And we got to keep the trophy, too. So. Oh, that's really awesome. Super cool. Yeah. I'm, like, really grateful for it. I want to get, it, like, <laughs> I'm so gay. I want to get, like, a shadow box for everything. Yes. And- <laughs> just put it in there naturally why not yeah do you yeah. do y'all have to share custody of the trophy it's mine okay. <laughs> you're like i'm the one that sent the dm so right. i'm like i auditioned for it so it's mine no i mean if we're gonna ever want it to joint custody i'm yeah. sure she doesn't but yeah uh, maybe i'll make her one you know it's yeah. a spray painted piece of plastic so yeah. i can make her one if she, if she at least she knows where it's at if she ever of, wants if to she come. ever wants to hold it yeah yeah but under <laughs> supervision you know <laughs> just i'm like six feet apart ma'am right <laughs> we're still in the pandemic where's your mask put a little we mask could look but we can't touch yeah yeah exactly uh <laughs> awesome oh i love that experience for you um and i'm rooting i love that journey for me i love that journey <laughs> for you and if they ever do an all-star i definitely want to see you on there kicking oh absolutely <laughs> but um <laughs> next question that i always like to ask guests are 
uh, or is, not are. I'm losing it. Um, Illiterate. I know. I'm so don't cancel me. <laughs> <laughs> um, who inspires you? And this could be um, any celebrity, any famous person, family members, um, a, a collective group of people. In the words of Candy Muse, <laughs> I inspire myself. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I never really know the answer to that question because yeah. the things that I do, I just like have ideas in my head. You know, like whether they come from something I've seen before and I just didn't realize it, you know, like I'm a very big, uh, uh, like I, I just always think that nothing is original. Like no one oh, has ever yeah. had an original idea, but uh, truly just everything I do and it just comes from my my brain and I just yeah. think to have this idea but kind of like what we were saying earlier just like strong female leads and things mm -hmm. like strong female leads in movies and in Broadway like those are the people there's not necessarily one specific person right. I've never been like a crazy fan like like I love Beyonce but I haven't heard every single Beyonce song ever mm -hmm. you know like I'm not I'm never so much of a fan of someone not to be like conceited or an asshole about it, but that's just yeah. not my personality. <laughs> so I'll listen to yeah, like two just, of your songs, <laughs> <laughs> two of your songs and I'm good. Yeah. Um, no, but it's just, yeah, there's, there's different songs that inspire me. Like if something makes me feel fierce, I'm mm -hmm. like, Oh, I'm going to perform that because it empowers yeah. me. Uh, like very recently genetics by Megan Trainer. I was like, mm -hmm. Oh, I've never heard this song before. And the second it came on, I was like, Oh, you know, that moment where you're like, I wish everyone could hear, the music playing in my ears so that yeah. they all know how fierce I am on the treadmill right now. Yes. Like very that if that happens, it inspires me. So yeah, it could, it could be music. It could be like a Broadway star. It could be many things, but yeah. mostly. Yeah. 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 I don't know. <laughs> yeah no it totally makes sense and answering that uh, question is always so hard yeah there's not it really is. Yeah, a single it, person and in the words of the great lizzo you can be your own soulmate and mm. you know you really love do inspire lizzo. yourself um yeah love lizzo she i'm obsessed with um because there are a lot of times like i don't think it's conceded at all where people creative people such as yourself can look back and say damn i, I did that thing like I got mm -hmm. to that point and everything like that. And that's inspiring. Um, but we all love us gays. We really love us some strong females. I feel like yeah, <laughs> it's in 100%. our DNA. 1,000. Um, of course. So now I have, and this is the part that usually people stress out about, but I don't think you're going to be one of those people. I have 75, God. but I'm not going to read all of them. 75 random questions. The rapid <laughs> fire. Oh my God, work. Okay. So I'm going to ask them and then you just whatever comes to mind oh god okay first great. question and this could be any favorite drink oh iced tea or dr pepper okay yeah iced tea as in just iced tea or sweet iced tea uh i don't do like mcdonald's sweet tea it's very specific it's like iced tea <laughs> with two sweet and lows in it <laughs> I know, I know, it's awful. It's okay. <laughs> very, it's very not good for me, but I'm very much like, yeah, just two pink packets on the side. Thank you very much. <laughs> I mean, McDonald's sweet tea is not good for anybody. It's I used to work at McDonald's and it's certainly not good for anyone. Syrup, I feel like. Yeah. But it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> when, well, when I was working at McDonald's at 15, I would mix the sweet tea with a little bit of unsweet and then a splash of Sprite, like true Florida trash. <laughs> 
I know. I'm sorry. If you want to end the podcast now, I totally understand. No, because I used to... Uh, it's like a sparkling iced tea. That's a, I used to make a sparkling concoction with, like, Sprite and lemonade. And, like, yeah. if I wanted to spice it up, put, like, orange Fanta or something in it, too, and be like... Oh, I d- yeah, I definitely did a little bit of lemonade. Mixology. And, of yeah. course. We're, like, uh, fucking witches from... Exactly. Oh, sorry. This is supposed to be fast. Supposed to be fast. No, you're fine. Okay, favorite TV show. Oh shit! You're like nailed it. Um, episode <laughs> <laughs> nailed it. Double trouble. Episode two. The Burbank. Right. Uh, whatever. Um. Oh Jesus. Um. Favorite show. Favorite show. Favorite show. I'm really into Shark Tank right now. You know, like oh, work. I yeah. would like five hundred thousand dollars for two percent of this pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I get obsessed, but sometimes. It's crazy because some even the stuff that doesn't make it makes it after being on the show. And I'm like, oh, cool. You just needed the visibility. But some of the stuff I'm like, who the fuck needs that? Nobody needs And fully, that. So, some people who get deals like fully don't actually get them after they've done like more research into the company. Yikes. Yeah. Which is, it sucks for y'all. Um, <laughs> what has been the highlight of your day so far? It's a really deep one. The highlight of my day. I got Popeyes <laughs> for the first time in uh, like a year, actually. So yeah, I haven't had, oh my gosh, it's probably been a year since I've had Popeyes. Yeah. Ugh, it's so And good. oh my God, the new chicken sandwich. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? New-ish. <laughs> well, it's new to me because I took a year off. <laughs> uh, true, true. Very true. Yeah. Because um, when it first came out, me and my husband broke down and went and got it and it was, it's so good. So good. Yeah. I think Zaxby's is now trying to <gasps> hop on bitch. that train. Oh my God. I haven't had Zaxby's since I legitimately went to Jacksonville University. That was the first time I got so, Zaxby's. So good. Their sauces? Like, are you fucking kidding me? The best. That's the, a different podcast. Yeah. I could totally go down <laughs> line <laughs> of like favorite bad for you food or whatever um what are three things that would guarantee to cheer you up on a bad day sure um i love recently discovered uh over the pandemic i love playing video games so like sometimes just to like wire down i just need to play a video game you know what i mean um so that um oh god what else I mean, bitch, I would love to see a Broadway show again. Like, that really would cheer me up. Uh, And then, like, a really nice meal. Yeah. I guess I just answered, like, the perfect date question. But (laughs) one and the same. (laughs) Video games. A long walk on the beach. (laughs) Now, when you say video games, do you mean, like, action or... Yes. Like, Like, I've been playing... (laughs) <laughs> like third person shooter called Fortnite. Oh, yeah. uh, it's like a battle royale kind of game. And then also I discovered my friend Skywalker showed me a game called uh, Spellbreak, which is also battle royale, but you are witches and you have powers instead of like weapons. So oh, I was amazing. like, I'm gay. I'm a witch. I need that. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, during the pandemic, would like joke and be like, oh, I'm such a gamer now. And people be like, oh, what games? And I'm like, Animal Mario Crossing, <laughs> Mario Kart. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. And they're like, yeah, no. Uh, last question. What is your favorite breakfast cereal? If you even have one. 
Well, the gag is I don't usually eat breakfast cereal, but I've been eating it this past week because I just got it on a whim from Trader Joe's. Um, weirdly enough, I if I'm being like really sugary about my cereal, it's definitely got to be uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch or Tricks <laughs> or no, Fruity Pebbles. Fruity Pebbles. They taste yeah. the same. Um, but then like. I kind of am a whore for Raisin Bran. <laughs> ugh, my husband uh, loves it, and I. Ugh. I know. I don't Ew. know what what like was I dropped on my head. I like Raisin yeah. Bran. Um, it's just delicious, and you can't tell me differently. <laughs> That's a choice. Now, have you seen the the controversy over Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Yeah, I think he just did that uh, to get a rise out of the internet. I don't think yeah. that was real. Yeah. It. I was like, how? I don't even know how that would. And he's the only one. And I'm like, hmm. Interesting. And like the bag was taped at the bottom. Like, I don't know. It was just very. There's a lot. Yeah. There's no, there's no shrimp tails in tails and... cereal. <laughs> yeah. But that cereal is good as fuck. Uh, it's for sure. Um, yeah. Well, thank you. Those were all the rapid fire questions. You did amazingly. Um, thank you. I love that game. Yeah. Usually when I tell people I have 75 questions, which I actually have 77, I lied, because I just came up with two other ones. Um, Ooh, what are they? They are... Do you think that the door had enough room for Jack and the Titanic? <laughs> it had enough room but it didn't have enough buoyancy to keep them both that's afloat. what everybody says and i'm like she could have at least tried i know the fact that they didn't try actually bothers yeah. me but then i and i went on this i don't even know i just interviewed somebody and i went over this like seeing that movie as a kid i was like oh yeah now as an adult i'm like mm. i mean Leonardo DiCaprio is like really hot and everything but like you don't really know him, so I would have just well, gotten a lifeboat and be like, "Bye." <laughs> if he had that, if he had a big ass dick, like that was the deleted scene. You know, like we don't True. know. That we might don't be, know what went digmatized. down in that car. Yeah. So it, yeah, it could very could have been that. What very could have been that? Am I? Yeah. That wasn't real English. <laughs> that was yeah. That was beautiful. And I then, tried. <laughs> the second one is: What celebrity would you like to have on speed dial? Hmm me <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <Done>. <laughs> nowhere nowhere near celebrity status um i have no idea truly like i said earlier i'm not like a crazy fan of anyone i mean maybe gaga like just like pick oh, her yeah. brain because she's such a creative <laughs> and so talented and i feel like she would be the type to like a gay call her and she's just like what's up babe <laughs> like and just sit oh, there very, and chat. yeah very yeah. much yeah maybe her yeah, I'm super excited for her next movie that she's working on right now. Oh, I just saw, I didn't like listen to it, but I saw some footage of her like illegally filmed of her like acting. And I was oh, like, yeah. yes, you better act. Yes, acting her ass off. Um, the next two questions are standard questions on the show. Um, and then I really, really love to ask. So the first one is um, when it comes to mental health, I'm a big, big the, mm. neither of us can talk today um okay. <laughs> i'm a big <laughs> advocate yeah um big uh advocate on breaking the stigma around mental health so i always like, like to ask what are some things that you do to keep your mental health in check sure so i'm actually also a big um supporter wait what, what, what was the word you use not supporter <laughs> I, what did I say? Activists in what did I say? <laughs> uh, I don't We're, know. Roll the tapes. I'm a big um, advocate for advocate. 
Yes, I am as well, because I realized that I have struggled with mental health all my life. And I didn't know how to put uh, my finger on it. Like, I just didn't know what it was. I thought there was something wrong with me. Uh, But it wasn't until recently, you know, like, obviously, this year was traumatic for the entire world but like we all had our own traumatic issues that i don't like to downplay either you know like everyone's issues are their issues you can't say like oh well you know like i'm not going through something as bad as him so my issues don't matter it's like no your issues do matter it's just that they're traumatic in a different way you know um so this year has been really hard and i actually got on buspirin the um anti-anxiety medication because there's been a few times in my life where I thought I was having a heart attack oh and my. I went to the hospital and they were like, ha you know, what's really funny is that anxiety attacks feel the exact same as having a heart attack. Oh. And I was like, well, that's fucking rude. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. The reason I always was afraid it was a heart attack is because I do have heart problems on both sides of my family mm-hmm. and I'm plus size. So I'm always a little worried, but yeah, I've really come to terms with anxiety and what anxiety can do to you. Like, especially for me, anxiety would cause me all the time just to think that I'm dying for no reason. It's like, uh, I don't know, my heart's beating too fast or like my arms are tingling. No, it's truly just anxiety. Like it's not diabetes. It's not a heart attack. It's not like all of these things I thought for literal years, like I was in high school and both my feet were numb. And I was like, do I have diabetes? And no, it's literally just a symptom of anxiety, which is fucking crazy. Um, So yeah, I've been, I've been dealing with my uh, anxiety and mental health that way. I've also been an advocate for like, if someone is toxic in your life, they have to go. Like, I'm so sorry. I don't mean to be a cunt, but if not that they're not serving you but if they're just truly toxic in your life and you don't enjoy being with them or they just uh, give you anxiety or make you depressed or make you angry like that's just not someone you should or should want to surround yourself with so i've always been uh you know i'll I'll cut you out if you make if you hurt me basically yeah that's did i ask the what was the full question no, you answered it. What you do to help keep your mental health in check? Yeah, lots of. I've learned lots of breathing exercises and my medication. Like truly, if yeah. anyone's like, you know, like thinks they're gonna be weak if they get on medication. Like I know people are so worried of getting on medication. Yeah. I'm like, fucking do it, bitch. Run to your doctor and yeah. say you're dealing. I literally, my doctor was is so New York. I was like, I have anxiety. He's like, all right, your prescription's already at the CVS. <laughs> I was like, oh. Okay, cool. cool. Like, no proof needed. Um, and it's truly just helped me incredibly. Like, I don't have these thoughts that used mm-hmm. to truly ruin days and days on end of worry. Um, especially during the pandemic. It would be crippling to the point where I would just be sobbing because I was like, I think I'm dying. I called my brother. I was like, I don't know how to do this anymore. Like, I think I'm dying all the time. And that thought process is exhausting. Mm-hmm. Like, it's exhausting. And clearly my medication completely flipped it on its head. And I can't believe I went so long without being on medication. And it's also wild that it's literally just something wrong in my brain that I can't control. Like 
nothing I could have done would have changed that. Like I've, I've tried therapy. I'm still in therapy, but you know, like therapy on its own didn't help Mm -hmm. breathing exercises on its own didn't help. It's just a lot of stuff, uh, you know, like a puzzle. Yeah. A lot of different tools in your tool belt that you have to use. Tool belt. (laughs) I hope Uh, any of that made sense. And I, yeah, it totally made sense. And I totally agree. Um, I've talked about it before. I was super happy a couple of years ago to start my medication journey because they took a look at my thoughts and my brain and said, nah, bitch, you can't produce (laughs) it. Like that's dangerous. Yeah, (laughs) They were like, "Mm, there's issues here that we have to unpack. So um, totally totally get that and totally agree I, I was the same way i was like i don't want to feel weird or a zombie now i'm like oh <laughs> i'm good the I'm only great. thing is i think i might want to try a different medication because this one about like 10 or 15 minutes after i take it excuse me it'll just be like a kick of exhaustion mm. like so but but it says that on the box yeah it yeah. says that you know like it's like you will you might be exhausted, exhausted when taking yeah. this so i'm just like the fact that I have to take it two day, uh, two times a day, and then I get this feeling two times a day, I would yeah. just rather not. So yeah. I, I might just find a different one. But for now, it's like, that's truly a symptom yeah. I can fully handle. Like, handle, yeah. It goes away pretty fast. So, yeah. Yeah. Good thing there's options out there. Truly. Um, awesome. Thank you for sharing that as of well course. as... Um, you know, going into your personal story and everything. I always appreciate when people do that. Um, So next, I always like to ask, especially now, since we are in a pandemic, a lot of people have been spending more time watching movies and listening to music and stuff like that. So any recommendations that stand out to you of movies, TV shows, music, podcasts, or books that you're like, oh, I need to share this with the world? Yeah, um... So definitely go watch Nailed It on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Was <laughs> plug. That, yeah, and, it's, and also it's one been... more plug. I have a cooking show called Cluck That on YouTube that I'm super proud of. And if you actually go watch it, you can see like my makeup transformation literally happen. <laughs> so it's like I'm not eyes. truly like from episode one. Uh, well, my ma- my makeup has transformed for like five or six years, and I imagine it still will. Uh, but yeah, from episode one of season one to the final episode 10 of season two, it's like night and day, just the makeup alone. Wow. Um, so, th- so that's cool. But also, like, I think it's funny. I, it's, I think it's hard to find uh, cooking shows in general, like on mm-hmm. Food Network or Netflix or whatever, that are legitimately just like funny, because that's not the point of them. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, the point is to just teach people how to cook. Yeah. You know what I think is so like not to toot my own horn, but I think what's so special about my show is that like, yes, I am actually teaching you how to cook and what these recipes are. Um, but I think I'm just like a true psychopath nutball. And yeah. I just like am myself, I have a good time in front of the camera. So um, yeah, so definitely check that out on YouTube. And okay, going on to like actually produce things. <laughs> <laughs> Um, music wise, I mean, everyone, all the pop stars gave us an album this past year. Like, oh, yeah. they're like, oh, everyone's hurting. We need to truly yeah. give everyone the music. So and if you're like Taylor Swift, you give us multiple. <laughs> well, I didn't listen to that. She doesn't matter to me. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm ending. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I have to go. Yeah. Um, no, I just haven't listened to it yet. Hmm. No, I listen. Uh, Chromatica is great. I mean, 
I'm gonna just be naming off stuff that everyone uh, knows already. Uh, actually, here's something that I'm gonna plug that no one, uh, well, I, I don't know your audience, maybe they do. Uh, my sis, Laguna Blue, who was on uh, Nailed It with me. Um, she is writing her own album with <sighs> her friend Carson, who is, they're just so talented together. Yeah. It's wild. He's like producing, editing the songs. She's writing the lyrics and recording. It's just, it's so beautiful. Um, they just came out with a new hit called Hands, and it's on iTunes and Spotify and anywhere you listen to music. Um, and it's just so good. Like, yeah. to the point where it just shows... I don't know. The talent that comes out of the two of them, it's unlike mm. any music that a drag queen has done has before. Yeah. Like, it's true pop star, like, Ariana Grande oh. quality music. I'm so excited. As opposed to, like, campy comedy drag Yeah, which is, like, yeah. Laguna's actually doing something that no drag queen has ever, I don't think, attempted to do yeah. before. It's not, so, yeah. And Over she's succeeding, so. Yeah. yeah, so it's, it's brilliant. I have um, to go check it out. I started following her after Nailed It, and I was like, Oh, I love her. So I've been stalking her a little bit too. <laughs> so I'll yeah, check it out. Very talented. Um, movies. Oh, I mean, we've just been watching like from the beginning, the entire Marvel series, mm. like WandaVision, which everyone should watch. That's like oh, yeah. probably my TV show um, to pitch. But WandaVision sent me on a Marvel spiral. And I realized that they're, has been tons of Marvel movies that I just forgot to watch and like mm -hmm. didn't watch as they came out. So just from the very beginning, we've been slowly but surely making our way through the entire Marvel uh, series, and it's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm. I've learned over the pandemic. I'm a nerd. Like I'm very <laughs> much more nerdy than I thought I was. So Watching I got that Marvel playing me. video games. Yeah. No, who do I think I am? Yeah. <laughs> Growth. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I definitely agree. WandaVision, I have not seen like any Marvel movies, I don't think that I can Oh, make. then WandaVision will confuse you probably. No, I wa we watched we binged the whole thing and I was like, "Oh, but I I had to stop and like Google some of the references." Oh, sure. Stuff, yeah. And was like, oh, "Okay, cool." So Yeah. Now I'm like tempted to go watch other Marvel stuff, but I really just want to see the women superheroes. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I know. Like, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is Disney Plus's, like, new Marvel series. Oh, yeah. And I watched the first two episodes. Sure, it's good. But, like, there's something about just, like, men with no powers that doesn't do it for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, coming off of WandaVision, where it was, like, like two very look. strong female witches yes. with, like, power. I don't know. It was so good. Mm. And then like vision and her relationship was just so beautifully told like I, marvel hasn't had a romance like that before oh, yeah. ever so oh it was just so good i cried at the last episode <laughs> oh same oh oh 100 i i was bawling my husband was like all right here he goes again being a pisces and i'm just like this is so beautiful and he's like all right cool enough <laughs> yeah literally and yeah uh awesome i think those are all solid recommendations um, especially nailed it, which is available now on Netflix. Um, <laughs> right. Besides that, let listeners know where they can find you. So your social media um, and all that. Any projects that you might want to plug away? Plug away now. Oh sure. So I'm on Instagram, 
Twitter and TikTok under Selma Nilla NYC. It's Selma like Selma Blair, Nilla like the wafer, NYC. And I'll just spell it S E L M A N I L L A N Y C. Uh, so pretty simple across the board. I'm also on Venmo under that name. If anyone wants to shoot a queen a couple doll hairs. <laughs> and yes. also you can actually buy my merch uh, on oh, Instagram. Yes. The link is in my bio. I have the original Selma tea. I have a cluck that my cooking show cluck that I have a t-shirt for that and Laguna blue. And I actually have a new t-shirt that just came out for nailed it. So there's tons of merch possibilities, t-shirts, tanks, sweaters, uh, magnets, uh, stickers, bags, boxes and bags, like tons of shit. (laughs) Yeah. Um, that you could buy with my little face on it. (laughs) Uh, projects. There is something coming up later this month that I can't, talk about yet very Ooh. exciting it'll come out in a few months um what else um i mean oh i have a i have weekly shows every wednesday and saturday so uh usually you could find that information on my instagram story so if you want to come see me out in new york city uh that's where you can do that um yeah also if y'all want to play like video games with me <laughs> just dm me i'll give you my my switch handle or whatever that's awesome yeah yeah uh that <laughs> never had anybody plug their their video game look at you uh, Wait, let's play Fortnite. <laughs> yeah exactly uh that's awesome i'll be sure to link that all down below as well too so people can easily assess that because we're all lazy we're- and that's what our generation wants uh, but you. again thank you so much for joining me it's been a pleasure oh of Stay course safe. thank you for having me oh of course it's been so much fun um even though i can barely talk <laughs> i know like, you need to get some rest <laughs> yeah i literally am like i just want some soup and sleep but the show must go on i guess um <laughs> anywho again thank you so much stay safe have a fantastic day bye <laughs> such beautiful conversation and it really again makes me want to care more corn so <laughs> keep that in mind and again go watch uh nailed it uh let's see <laughs> if it is true helpful and pleasant know when to say it i like that if it is true helpful and pleasant know when to say it speak the truth helpful and pleasant things Ponder that over. Mold that over. <laughs> I almost said mold. No. Mold that over. Like a mold wine. Um, as we enjoy this week's Meditation Minute.
Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Sunshine Steven. Also, a big thank you, thank you, thank you to Salmonella for joining me this week and chatting. I loved it. It was a delight. Be sure to go check her and Laguna Blue out on Netflix's Nailed It Double Travel. Go check it out. Spoiler alert, they win. Anywho, um, go check that out. And I'll put the um, links down below to where you can find Selma on all the different platforms. And also go check out her cooking show um, on YouTube. That seems like a good time, right? Anywho, if you want to join me every week or every day by day, you can start doing so by following me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Clubhouse, and TikTok by going to at Sir Stephen Rice, S-I-R-S-T-E-V-E-N-R-I-C-E, like the food, at Sir Stephen Rice on all those platforms. Come and follow me. That'd be great and beautiful and awesome. Um, stay safe out there. Wishing you the best. And until next time, have a fantastic day.